In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Welcome back, everybody! Hey, you know I love you, right? I got a good story for you today. This, my friends, is the story of Truck Driver Stan. Have you ever heard of Truck Driver Stan? I'll bet I'll wager the answer's no. No one has. No one knows about it. But I know about it. You know how I know about it? I am the rightful heir to the throne of truck driver Stan. At least I was. You see, I abdicated my position. I know what you're thinking. Why would you leave such a amazing world of royalty, George? Why would you do that? Well, let me tell you some stories about truck driver Stan. It's a magical, mythical, monstrous place. Not a lot of people know about its whereabouts. It's very difficult to find. You see, Truck Driver Stan is located inside an Indian reservation. Yeah. Yeah, it was built on the land of the Indian reservation a certain Indian reservation in Southern California prior to any of the casinos being built. For some of you, that may be hard to believe. But for those of us who know, we know the truth. Truck driver stand is an area where a young boy goes to be educated in the ways of the trucker. The ways of life, the education 
of a truck driver. You see, my grandfather was the king of truck drivers, Dan. And as a young boy growing up in the kingdom, I was given the keys to the kingdom. The doors were open for me. Many days, five days a week, I would go to the kingdom and I would ride in the truck driving chariots of my uncles and the leaders and the politicians of truck driver stand. I would go on the road for hours with these men and learn their ways. And it's now that I'm going to begin telling you some stories about those days. You see, there were many men. In truck driver stand, many hunters, many wise men. They taught me the ways of old, the ways of social engineering, those around us, the ways of influencing without those people understanding how they're being influenced. Let me give you a few examples of my days of education in truck driver stand. You see, for those of us who drive big trucks, small trucks, for those of us who drive on the highways, on the byways, the central nervous system of the body of the populace, you see, we at Truck Driver Stand are like the white blood cells. Let me give you a particular story of when I began to learn some of the ways of the leaders of Truck Driver Stand. I must have been six years old when I began to learn how commerce was done in truck driver stand. And as it is in truck driver stand, as it is in the world. For those of you that drive truck, there's a thing called scales that when you move through the connected heartland, the highways and byways and roadways and pathways of America, there's certain laws you gotta follow. If you drive a truck, you have to go through scales and checkpoints at times where your load will be checked, your books will be checked, and you will be weighed. You may even, you may even be drug tested. As a young man, I remember going through the scales. And as we would go through the scales, one of the young warriors of truck driver stand that was teaching me that day, and multiple days to be exact, the lesson he taught me was that of misdirection, was that of social engineering. And I want to tell you what we did. When going through the scales in a big rig, in a truck, it's important to know whom is going to be doing the investigating. It can be easily done if you pay attention. You see, in the regular world, People work usually Monday through Friday, or they have Tuesday through Saturday, or they have a set schedule. And if you are a hunter, or if you are a mentor from Truck Driver Stand, then you will know the schedule of the people at the scales. It's very similar to understanding your environment. In the old days, when hunters and gatherers would go out, they would know where the buffalo were. 
They would know where the deer were. They would know where to go and collect fresh berries because they paid attention to the environment. This is one of the first lessons taught to me. It's imperative to know who's going to be doing the searching. For example, one of my uncles taught me, George, when we go through the scales, what do we do? And I says, well, we give them, we show them the books. And he says, that's right. Which books do we show them? I said, we show them the blue book. He says, that's right. Why do we show them the blue book? I says, the blue book has the information that they want to see. And he says, which other book do you never show them? I said, you never show them the brown book. He says, that's right. Why not? I says, the brown book shows the people who pay us what they should pay us. And we don't want to confuse those two books. Because the guy at the scales, he won't like the information in the brown book. And the guy that pays us, he doesn't like the information in the blue book. So here in truck driver stand, we came up with a creative solution to make everybody happy. That's what we do. Now, another important part about the scales and social engineering that was taught to me by this young warrior uncle comes back to social engineering. It comes back to who is doing the investigating. In this example, there was a, an older man there. He says, George, this man is always in a bad mood. What should we do? And when I told him I don't know, he told me, here's what we do. This old man likes a certain set of jokes about a certain type of people. So you will tell that man a joke about a certain type of people that he likes to hear jokes about. And that man will smile. His investigation into what we have will not be as critical as it would be if he wasn't laughing. So here is the joke you're going to tell him. I says, great, no problem. So I learned that. He says, now there might be another person there. There might be this middle-aged woman there. And if she's there, we don't ever tell her those jokes. We tell her something different. And I says, like what? He says, well, we tell her she will be wearing something in her hair. She will have on a peculiar set of shoes. She will have on a peculiar piece of jewelry without fail. And your job is to find that thing that is peculiar about her and tell her how beautiful it is. And you must do it quickly. You must be able to see this peculiar thing about her as we're driving up. And as we're driving up, you should be rolling down your window and investigating. And once you have unlocked this certain tool, once you have discovered this thing that is peculiar, and you have commented about how beautiful it is, then that will trigger the same reaction as the man. And the investigation into what we're doing will be looked upon with less scrutiny. And so we did it. So now that I've given you the background of my, one of my first teaching as a young six-year-old, let me explain it as it happened. It is time for your test, George P. I want you to do what you're supposed to do and tell me, explain it to me as you do it. Okay, I'm jumping behind. I'm gonna open up the secret compartment. 
I've opened it up. There's two sets of books. There's a blue one and a brown one. I'm going to grab the blue one. Hey, what's this white powder back here? Don't worry about that. Actually, you know what? Br actually, bring that up here. I'm going to need that. What is it? Don't worry about that. Okay, so I grabbed the blue book. Okay, bring it up. We're going to pull off for a second. I got to utilize this magic powder. Okay. Do you want a Dr. Pepper? Absolutely. Okay. Hold tight. All right. I've used the powder. You've got your Dr. Pepper. We are now moving again and approaching the scales. Who do you see? I see the middle-aged woman. And? She's wearing a yellow flower in her hair. What are you going to say? As the truck pulls to a halt, I lean out the window as the woman walks towards my side. Excuse me, ma'am. That's a beautiful yellow flower. It really brings out your smile. I hope you have a beautiful day. Needless to say, I passed my test and we passed through the scales. Tragedy in truck driver stand. Yes, my friends. It wasn't all social engineering and rainbows in truck driver stand. There were times of chaos, confusion, and calamity. I'd like to share with you now an event that happened to a young man like myself while he was out and about on the road. This young man was out with one of the great warriors. It was a special day. Not the first day for this young lad to be out with an experienced warrior. He was far along on his journey. He was 10 years old. While out on the road, transferring the load from the truck to the job site. I think it's important here to talk about the type of truck in which this young gentleman was part of. You see, this wasn't a trash truck or this wasn't a dump truck. This was a transfer trailer. For those of you who do not understand that, that is the semi truck that has a trailer behind it. And what happens there is that the warrior truck driver will dump the first load of aggregate out of the first box. Then he will transfer the second box into the first box and then dump that box. However, there are many steps that need to be done in order to make this ritual happen. And it is that particular ritual. It is the mechanics of setting up that event where this young Padawan found himself in danger. You see, at the job site, they had successfully unloaded the first box. They had successfully maneuvered the truck back and hooked it up to transfer the second box into the first box. 
Now, if you can, close your eyes and imagine a giant semi-transfer trailer truck. In order to dump the second box, you must get down below the truck and unhook the axles. And that's what the senior warrior was doing while the young Padawan watched. And as the senior warrior placed his hand down for balance and he shimmied onto his back and he began with his right hand working with the hitch of the trailer, the back part of the truck lurched a little bit it was a it was on uneven ground and the transfer trailer the 18 wheeler the back end of the 18 wheeler the back six wheels rolled onto the warrior the veteran warrior's hand thousands of pounds <sighs> The entire back part of the truck, the six wheels, one wheel in particular, a loaded down trailer rolled onto the hand of this warrior. Can you imagine for a moment the amount of pain, the amount of confusion, the excruciating sound of every bone in your hand breaking? And as that's going, imagine a 10-year-old watching this happen. Not old enough to drive the truck. Not old enough to move the truck. However, old enough to truly understand the look of pain on the face of the warrior that he loves. Can you imagine yourself as a 10-year-old watching someone you love having a thousands of pounds of aggregate, the wheel rolled on top of your hand, screaming in pain? What would you do? Well, you should consider yourself lucky not to have been part of this or to be brought up in truck driver's stand. I know what you're thinking. What happened? Where did it go from there? Well, I can tell you. The 10-year-old being of unbelievable strength, unbelievable courage, climbed into the cab and reversed the truck. He'd never driven the truck before, but he'd seen the warrior do it. It's important to note that before he reversed the truck, he moved it forward and then he reversed it, running over the hand again. An amazing story of courage. The warrior was rushed to a hospital where he eventually lost one of his digits. 
However, he did actually regain the function of four. It's stories like that. Stories like that that can fundamentally change the outlook of life for young men. Those are the true building experiences of life. And there were many in truck drivers there. It's important to note how much I love both of those young warriors in truck drivers there. There was tragedy in truck drivers there. I think you're beginning to see that now. Well, thank you, my friends. Thank you for staying around and listening to Tales from Truck Driver Stands. Join us next week when we will talk about Elder Allen and his encounters with Charles Manson. Only from True Life Podcast in Truck Driver Stands. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision and I hope you all conquer it and I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better, your life will be better and you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.